Hello and welcome to Faking It, a book club podcast in which I sit down with some very good friends and we talk about a book that we have read. My name's Chin C and knock knock, who's there? Books. Oh, fair enough then. That was written when Cisco realized that thong rhymed with song. So that was what that was. The thong song. It's a beautiful song. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's good. And I liked Thank it with you. books. It was more uh, more PC. I think that would be a better <laughs> yeah, better, better song now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thong. yeah no, Some I people can't wear a thong that it's uncomfortable for it becomes, them. Yeah, it be, it's become a vaguely aspirational anthem. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, yeah. And uh, I feel, yeah, it, it's... Perhaps sightest. That's a message I want to get out to the young women out there. I don't mean sizes in women. I mean like men wearing thongs. If they're particularly hung, it would. It's not possible. Yeah, I don't think Cisco was thinking about men. Oh, like, okay. like well, then again, that's homophobic. Then he's not. Was it? Was not, he, he, maybe he was. I like to think it was anyone. In so the thong. wait, wait, hold on a second. Just because you don't sing about men in your song, no, but I like to think. Thongs, I think you're judging Cisco. You don't know his opinions. I, no, no, I, I'm pretty sure. Like the if he might be about, a cool dude. Yeah, liberal. I, but wait, I'm not the one who can accuse him of homophobia. Yeah. I got I you think there because you're the one who, who used the H word, uh, not me, not me. Well, you, I, think, I, I just thought it could be male, men or women in films, and I, you I, just no, no. I think he is a chill dude, but I'm pretty sure that Cisco was writing about women in thongs in that song. Maybe, maybe not. The lyrics. Let's look at the lyrics. We all we thought that no, about no, Ricky no, Martin. No, 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 no. I know this is meant to be a book podcast, like yeah. book club yeah. podcast, but let's. Take a moment to examine the lyrics of the thong song, right? Mm-hmm. Do it's you know the lyrics? longest you've ever gotten <laughs> this podcast without anybody introducing them. That's true. Like, yeah. what, we're gonna, we're gonna need to nail this Just down. I, you, can blame, I, you can blame Michael for this, I, but yeah. like... Well, they don't know my song. No, don't say his name. They don't know who I am, Chin. Maybe if they've listened before. I'm pretty Perhaps. sure they recognise your voice. Maybe. Uh, we, we, your voice has come under fire before. Like, yes, it has. Distinctive turns. Distinctive turns. But like, I think like... What you're saying is like he he's definitely singing about woman in in the thong song. Maybe. Let's let's move on. Let's move yeah, on. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I like the book version more. Thank you, thank you. I, I'll so take I thought it. about I'll sexy take books. We're, take it. we're wearing thongs. That's how I want you to think about Good. books. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm Michael Hill here for the book. Excited. My favorite book about dogs is a uh, Cujo. Have you seen that? You re- I mean read that? I guess it's. I've a seen the book. As well. I have. You've seen, seen the book, book in yeah. shops, but you've never thought to pick it up. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, Steve, yeah, yeah. Stephen King famously uh, wrote about. He wrote the book, and he wrote the book like completely blackout drunk. And he he's, he's said on record in his book about writing, he doesn't remember writing that book at all. It makes him really sad. Cause he really enjoys reading that book. <laughs> so so that's great, though. When I heard this, I got the book, 
and decided to read it blackout drunk. So I also feel like Stephen King now. Oh wow! Okay, a book fit it for King, as they say. Yeah, yeah thanks. Mm, it doesn't really make sense. Oh well, well yeah, a Stephen King. A Stephen King, which means being blackout drunk. Yeah. yeah. Thing. Well, that's a great experiment. I Thanks. hope you. So that's that's my kind of experience. So I, d- uh, I mean, I decided to do that with this book as well. So I feel like my memory is a little bit hazy of the actual book, but I just wanted listeners to know I did commit to the Stephen King. I'm sure that this will not be a problem today. Okay, um, just in case. Uh, hello, I'm Fitzgerald Honga. I'm really happy to be here on the last episode of Faking Lit. <laughs> Well, we always think that. We always think that, but we have, we are as tenacious. Well, I assume it was like the save the best for last when you got me on. Oh, okay. One of those things. Uh, Oh, so it wasn't, it wasn't a slam. No, no, no. no. So you've decided now. That's quite defeatist. You're never going to top this. Surely you could think you're so good. They'd just bring you on as a full time thing or you'd get, do you think you'd get a spin off podcast? Maybe. I mean, let's see how this goes. Let's see how this goes. That's why they call him Fitz the pod killer Honger. Because like whenever you get him on a, on a show, he just kills it. He just kills the the pod dead. I'd kill my own podcast. So that's kind of true. Yeah, I've been trying to kill this podcast, yeah. right, but despite my You're best efforts, I've been trying very hard. No, no, not very hard. I keep, I, I keep, they just keep popping out of me. They just keep popping yeah. out of me every week. Um, yeah. Thanks for joining us today. Glad Fitz. to be here. Glad to be here. Well, hello. I imagine I should need no introduction. Yeah, no, you I'm, don't. I'm the captain. The captain, of course. Um, we, it was it was lovely that you spent um, Christmas with us, the captain, and you had a, we had a very lovely uh, Yolo Bokovlad uh, with you. Um, I'm sure you've been up to a lot in the past mm, month. There have been many, many rumours about my activities over the past month. I don't really want to get into your If you rumors. bring some of those rumours up, I will dispel them. I don't really... We don't really do that on this show. I don't like to listen that to gossip. That sounds good. No. Yeah, do one. Uh, I, I, trust me, guys, I don't Can know... Can you give you us a tease for, like, one rumour? There are so many rumours about me, I can't remember what they are. Just tell me and I will dispel them. What about the thing that happened on the boat? On the boat? With Kirsten Stewart. Oh, I did not push Kirsten Stewart off that boat. She fell. Wow. <laughs> Chasing after a golden snitch. I mean, that's Wait, a, hold on a second. Kirsten Stewart is she's a, a Quidditch player? She's a Twilighter, right? She's one of the top Quidditch oh, players in the world. Uh, Wait, okay. That could happen, though. Nah, I don't know, because like, Quidditch is not a real sport, is it? It is well, a real sport. It is a real sport. We play it on fields and walk around booms. Quidditch is not a real sport. It's on Netflix, a documentary all about uh, it. If, if anything... Quidditch, generally, it's in the Olympics next year. Quidditch is almost like a parody of... Like, it's a person who doesn't play sports idea of what sports are. Mm. Like, the rules of Quidditch are arbitrary at best. Uh, the whole Golden Snitch rule, I just can't get down that. Like, I like, like the idea that... There's a bunch of people playing a game, and there's two people playing a completely different game, and nobody's really watching. And if they win, if they do what they need to do, then the whole other game has been a waste of time. Can you imagine if there was a game of football, and there was two people playing chess at the side of the pitch? (laughs) And if, like, they won that chess game, everybody in the football pitch would be like, well... Go home, guys. Game's over. That's basically what Quidditch is. I've been petitioning the FA to change the rules of football. <laughs> yeah. So that that is involved. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I, I was... I saw... Have you guys seen chess boxing? Yes. 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 I was yes. very disappointed they weren't boxing and playing chess yeah, at the same time. Because yeah, yeah. then you could just box the person's opponents off the table. Yeah. Straight yeah. up checkmate. Here's, here's an interesting question for you, Gay. Okay? Uh, chess boxing, right? And yeah. if you had a, a chess boxing match between... Chris Eubank and Gary Kasparov. Who would come out on top on that one? 
Oh, I mean, a Eubank's not probably the best choice in <laughs> well, terms of box. Well, well, okay, oh, yeah. you're going age-wise, they're about the same age. Yeah, well, it, well, no, I'm just taking two different like, like proponents of a the sport. They're like, being the same way. Because you'd maybe? have to do, like, well, round the boxing and then the round of chess, right? Yeah. Yeah. What goes first, the boxing or the chess? I think the boxing comes first. And I imagine mm. Chris Eubank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you Kasparov yeah. would not last one round with Chris Eubank? Mm. They could run away. seconds. <laughs> I reckon if Kasparov just... Trained himself enough to get to the first chess round, he might be able to take Eubank. No, Eubank's probably played a little bit of chess. He seems like a smart gentleman. He yeah. does. He's he wears well, monocles. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's a dapper, dapper yeah. fella. But doesn't necessarily mean he's good at chess, though. Right? Uh, I've been trying to start my own league of robot wars, Agricola. <laughs> wow! But you play is... one round of robot wars. Could you tell one me? round of Agricola? Which comes first? The Robot Wars first? And then uh, the Robot, Robot Wars. Wars comes first. And if you like The a... thing is, though, that would seem like they would complement each other. Because I'm sure Agricola, for those who don't know, is a board game, quite yeah. a heavy, serious board do game. The so Robot... people into the ro- heavy, his serious board games surely create their own robots, more likely than people who box play chess. Well, wait, right? hold on a second. Do the robots play Agricola? Yeah, the robots. Okay. Oh! <laughs> That's a different thing. That's a I'm different gonna thing. get Hypnodisc to move those pieces around the board. <laughs> okay. Well, you'd have to build robots to be able to move pieces as well. That's like a totally And then different... they can't really build the pieces after they've been fighting too much. And who's, exactly. present- who's presenting? Is it Craig Charles or Dara Breen? That's like... Yeah. Come on. yeah. One round of Craig Charles okay. and then one round of Dara yeah. Breen. Yeah. Yeah. And then they fight and play yeah. Dressed up as robots. Red Dwarf in there. Well. I'd watch that show. Yeah. Robot Wars Agricola. Um, call us BBC. Making a Chinese version at the moment. What's that called? Called King of Robot Wars and Agricola. <laughs> what they, and it's just set in China. That's their whole angle. It's just Chinese. Well, they're following up their current series of King of Bots, which I recommend. Is it better than Robot Wars? It is if you can speak Chinese, like I can. Oh, oh, you get some of your skills. Oh, your skill sets. I've got many business assets. How do you China. say hello in Chinese? I do not care to tell you. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is privileged <laughs> information. I, I, I will take. I will accept it on face value. I don't think I need to go any further into this because we haven't even introduced what we're here to talk no, about today, right? Like no. we've been sidetracked yet again. Dogs. I'm trying to become more focused as a host. Yeah. Uh, my host duties. The Crafts Annual Brochure, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's mumbling like that that takes me off track. <laughs> Michael. I'm trying That's, to focus. Keep on mumbling, Michael. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get uh, uh, on the board. Book. I don't know. I was, Crafts was on when I was reading the book and I was, Which is I was very drunk. Makes so sense. I really, it's got, and a little bit, I thought you were talking about there was a Quidditch match, but that might have been Harry Potter. This is the problem. This is the problem. I need to focus. We need to focus. Okay, I'll um, learn, I'll, it'll come back to me. I, 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 it will I, come back to me. We'll get into that. But here's here's why we're here today. Um, we're here to discuss the curious incident of the dog in the nighttime by Mark Haddon. Um, this is a book that was the 2003 uh, Whitbread Book Prize mm. winner. Uh, so let me let me read you a little bit from the uh, publisher's blurb. Uh, Christopher John Francis Boone knows all the countries of the world and, the ca- and their capitals in every prime number up to 7,057. He relates well to animals but has no understanding of human emotions. He cannot stand to be touched. Although gifted with a superbly logical brain, Christopher is autistic. Everyday interactions and admonishments have little meaning for him. Routine, order and predictability shelter him from the messy wider world. Then... At 15, Christopher's carefully constructed world falls apart when he finds his neighbor's dog, Wellington, impaled on a garden fork, and he is initially blamed for the killing. Christopher decides that he will track down the real killer and turns to his favorite fictional character, the impeccably logical Sherlock Holmes, for inspiration. But the investigation leads him down some unexpected paths, and ultimately brings him face to face with the dissolution of his parents' marriage. As he tries to deal with the crisis within his own family, we are drawn into the workings of Christopher's mind, and herein lies the 
key um, lies the key to the brilliance of Mark Haddon's choice of narrator. The most wrenching of emotional moments are chronicled by a boy who cannot fathom emotion. So, what did we think of this book? Can I just start with the the, the title? Yes. Yeah. Very misleading. Why? Because Why? I thought it was a sequel to the the curious case of Benjamin Button, but it was mm. with a dog. So mm. I thought it was a dog, which started off as a very old dog, and then it's a more interesting story. It turns into a puppy. Right, 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 right. And then. I don't, yeah, I didn't mean I didn't see the Benjamin Button one. So I, initially I was very confused because the book is nothing like that. No. I mean, the dog's not mentioned it. for quite a while. Well, also, Definitely there's nothing about it changing. I mean, it, it's, it's dead. Yeah, and that's, that's the thing. It, it's not, it doesn't, Benjamin, it doesn't even alive. No, it doesn't no, alive or doesn't Benjamin Button. How do you know that dog was an agent backwards before it was, was killed? Was it Asian well, backwards? <laughs> like, we've had this confusion before. How are you Asian backwards? Like, what does that mean? What does that mean? It means... I don't know. Okay, I haven't thought it through. Exactly, I just misspoke. Yeah, exactly. You gotta, you gotta think twice about saying. But what is he's reverse aging rather than aging? Aging. Yeah, there you go. That's not. Yes. Is it easier to be reverse Asian or to be reverse aging? I think it's easier to be reverse. What is reverse Asian? So perhaps you. It have to be something you you had some heritage. Your your parents were born in a country in Asia. And then you move to another country. Uh, That's just and being you... called an immigrant. Yeah. No, 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 no. But then you go back to the Asian country. Perhaps you're reverse Asian. Surely it's doing everything the exact opposite of what an Asian person would do. This is going to be a so, problematic yeah, conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a very okay, problematic okay, conversation. But I, no, oh, no, but how do you reverse age in real life? That's only you can't Benjamin re- well, Button. Oil of you. Oil of you. That doesn't I, actually work. Um, stem cell treatment? Okay, maybe yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, if that's possible, yeah, I yeah. feel there would be some legal way you could sign documents to be reverse Asian. And well, it seems uh, something with to do with <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Again, like this all seems like a um, problematic conversation to be having. Like, uh, which sure I want to delve too deep. But okay, not, but, yeah, okay. But no, what you've I'm done, realizing. Michael, that um, came off as really bad. Yes. Oh no, we will move on. Yeah, we will move on. Let's just bulldoze it and make I mean, he it... just needs to work out on his pr- pronunciation. I mean, we're speaking British English. I heard Asian. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't think this is. Me. We all heard it. <laughs> but we all heard what we heard. Okay. Let's. Just move this, this into part the conver- rumours. Let's, no, let's, let's just move this into the conversational landfill. Bulldozer over, build a big parking lot over yeah. it, pretend it never happened, okay? Michael, you made a classic mistake again, the classic Michael Hill error, um, which is that you've latched upon one word in the title and confused it with another book which also shared the same word in its title. Well, I feel the titles are confusing. They should all be... Ne- Maybe they should number the books. No, can I make a suggestion? Maybe finish reading the entire title of the book before actually picking up the book. <laughs> well, I just feel it's confusing. There's a lot of words in this one. The <laughs> There's a lot of words in the, the book as well. In the- yeah, oh, the book's made of yeah, words. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do Why you ever- do you think I drank yeah, yeah. so much? Did you ever just pick up the sentence like the first chapter? Chap- to one that reminds me from the book that's starting <laughs> the same they do okay, uh, okay. it's not uh, there's a there's a brilliant bit by the comedian Brian Regan where he talks about how on a book often at the top page top line of a book they'll have the name of the book yes and yes. he's just saying it has like how the fuck is anyone forgetting the name of the book they're reading? <laughs> they need to be reminded every then yeah, yeah, I yeah. do I do find that I often mm. I forget that and I just include those books words into what I'm reading yep. and that really 
I mean, me personally, I don't know. Like, I don't even know. When I was why like, who we... is Jaws? When I was reading Jaws, like Jaws keeps on coming up. I, I thought it was also, the guy from James Bond, and it just it ruined it. I personally don't have. I don't know why we have page numbers. I mean, how can you forget how many pages you read? You're reading the book, right? Aren't you keeping account? No, no, I mean that. I completely think. Oh, that's the book name at the top of the page, is so people on the tube can tell what you're reading. What when they're sneak, they can see on the front. Oh, they won't be able to see on the front. They're sitting next to you. So it's just purely for the oh. audience of the person that's next so, to you on the tube. It's advertising. It's very well advertising and entertainment for people on tubes. I don't know. How much entertainment? Is oh, it's like the game is like, what kind of books are you reading? Are yeah. you, you or, or your she? You look at his, look at their face. And what are they? What book are they reading? And then you all oh, have a guess, and then you have a look, and then it's a bit of a shit game, but I will give it's it a, a go. Terrible game. It's almost why. why maybe you How should often get are yourself you on a the book. Tube? Yeah. How often are you on the tube playing this game? Ah, uh, very rarely. I've just read accounts. So you read about is. people reading. Interesting. <laughs> I find it interesting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, I know that that I'm came off it. as being insincere. It's actually it's an inter- it's very meta. Jonathan Friedland wrote about it in the Guardian. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Seems to me that it seems out of his sort of wheelhouse of like commenting on the Middle East situation. So today I'm bored of talking about Palestine. I'm talking about books today and it's how something I'm a little bit lighter. Something you want to yeah, exactly. I've give the folks like, at home something. It's my new lifestyle column, <laughs> Jonathan Freeland's like hobbies. Like that's what yeah. I'm doing now. He likes to watch people play Candy Crush. <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I mean, if I'd been writing about the horrible, like, uh, uh, situation in, in the Middle East, I'd probably want to change my style up. I, I, I just wake up one morning and think, you know what, I'm just really, really sick and tired of all this hor- these horrible things I'm talking about in Syria all the time. Why can't I just write about avocado toast for once, you know? I just want to do that. What is the deal with avocado toast? What is the deal with avocado toast? Is it toast? avocado? Is it... it- <laughs> I assume it was. <laughs> on, on, on toast. Yeah, yeah. they've that, just they've that, the that was what you I would describe as a devastating heckle to Seinfeld. <laughs> if somebody used to like, it's it's actually this Jerry and Jerry, but yeah, no fair point. Like, I was going to go on for five more minutes, but thank you for explaining the concept of airline food to me. What's the deal with airline food? Well, you need to eat on an airplane, Jerry. Thank you. Yeah, I didn't realise uh, that was the case. Yeah. Someone needs to do it in this podcast, and I think it's going to be mean. <laughs> yeah, it's the, the pod killer himself. The pod killer, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, killer uh, well, so, that, you'll never be able to get Seinfeld on now. No, probably not, because he'd be just... He'd be, well, that's the thing. I don't, I, don't, I don't necessarily agree with his line of inquiry, which is, what is the deal with stuff? You know, like, trying to find You just accept the deal. I, not you that live I, for the deal. I just think that a lot of things that he's pointing out are pretty obvious. They're pretty obvious. Like, what's the deal with tables? Well, you got to put your, te- your plate somewhere. I'm not going to. Has he ever asked that? Uh, probably at some point. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that like he's been in the game for such a long time. He's probably asked what's the deal with everything, you know. Yeah. Um, but like, let's get back to the book. Yeah, right? yeah. let's get back to what's the, book. the deal with this book? Hey, that's no, no, book. that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. Um, I, I want to ask the first question. The dogs. What did we think about? No, no, no. What do you think about the literary style of this book? The voice, because it's obviously written from the point of view of Christopher John Francis Boone, who is. Autistic has never actually stated explicitly uh, what, um, what where on the spectrum he lies, but we do know that he has to have a uh, a special teacher, and his voice is very unique. Let's talk about what we thought about the choice to make his uh, make him the narrator of the story. Did we like the way this book was written? It was a uh, it was confusing. What confused you about it? 
mainly that uh, the autism part. What, what did you find confusing about the autism? What was confusing you about it? I kept on trying to play as well on the spectrum. I wish I was told if it was Asperger's. You wanted this. I wanted this. I wanted specification. Okay. I need okay. specification when I read the book. What would you think think character bio, but med- yeah. medical chart of I mean, every character well, in what? any book? That I've heard fits demands that for every book. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to assume when I read. I want everything detailed and described to me accurately. Right. Okay. Yeah. Like so. Like what? How do you think this would have added your to your enjoyment of the book if it he they stated explicitly that he was say he had Asperger's, for example? Uh, I would have believed him more if I knew, if I had known what um where on the spectrum he lied. So. You're essentially saying that, like, because he didn't mention the fact that, like, he was on the spectrum, everything in the book was what immediately suspicious. What are you suspicious. hiding? How about... What are you actually hiding? <laughs> yeah, why a... won't you tell <laughs> yeah, me? Wait, you, are you a curious incident of the dog in the nighttime truther? And Maybe. what's the truth? What's the truth you're trying to unravel here? Denier? Well, possibly. I don't... Personally, I don't like... This was very trying to read because I don't like dogs. Oh. Okay. I know it's a controversial statement. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't yeah. like them. I don't know what to do with them. Okay, I mean, all right. Well, I mean, what's a Surely you know, pet them. Yeah, I do. Yeah, 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 yeah
No, no, this is unacceptable. It was it interviewed loads of couples, and they were one of the couples. So it wasn't actually like wasn't a slam. It, yeah. just, the captain is just sort of, he likes telling us what articles he's read. Yeah, right? that's his, that. apparently that's, that's his thing one. today. He's just like he's not even like things that you're a really big Guardian man, aren't you? I like all the newspapers. I got a ten percent stake in the Guardian. Oh wow! To my so various hey, do we, are we cool with him promoting? Is he getting a kickback from this? The Guardian. I'm happy to promote the Guardian on this website. What else can we promote on this podcast? On this, um, podcast. <laughs> on this <laughs> website, yeah. This website. It's called theguardian.com. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, it's a good paper. yeah, it's a good paper. But yeah, no, sorry. I, I, like, I, Can I, I promote my wallpaper business? Well? <laughs> What's like? Go ahead, go ahead. I've... Uh, if you're looking for wallpapers in South London, I'm the guy. Basically, uh, I'll give a good quote, and I'll come around and put the wallpaper up myself. Is this like wallpaper in the room or wallpaper for your phone or your? I don't care what you use it for. Okay, just right, come, right. come to me for your wallpaper needs. Is okay. this just? Plugging different papers. Well, he's, like, like he's invested in the newspaper. He's invested in wallpaper. I'm not involved in any paper business. I don't. I mean, should I? Should I be? It's the future. I don't know. I don't paper know. It's the future. We, well, it's, I feel. If anything, paper's being. Oh, it's, no. it's recyclable. Is yeah. it the future? Now, when you said you'll give someone a good quote, uh, I'm a comedian. Would you give me a good quote? It'd be like Michael is funny. Fits hunger. Uh, is that the kind of quote that people are paying you? Because a, for a comedian, I understand that, but I don't understand why anyone else would want you to give them a quote. People like love, just, no, people love quotes. I'm really good at like, like inspirational. Yeah, I'm really good. Oh, at people, yeah, I yeah, get yeah, it yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you a quote. By the way, Michael is funny. Really underwhelming quote. I don't know if I put yeah. that on my poster. If I, if <laughs> not I, I even on your poster. Yeah. Definitely not on my poster. <laughs> I'd have to drop out the, the Michael. Maybe put it in brackets. It's funny. Michael, and then it's like Fitz Honger Wallpaper Company. Yeah. 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 Essentially. Yeah. Yeah, okay. You got a website? Uh, not yet, because I don't believe in technology, but eventually... But you're on the podcast. You are on the podcast. Yeah, I don't think this is going to go out. Do so you believe just, in this? Do you think I this don't is, think it's going to... I mean, often it doesn't. I, I think, think a lot of times, like, Chin just keeps them inside. It's just Chin, it Chin's excuse to hang out with people. It seems like it. But I like it. Yeah. So you don't believe in the internet or technology? I understand it's there, but I don't believe it works the way people say it works. How do you think what? it works? How does that affect your love life? It doesn't really. <laughs> Wait, that's where you went? <laughs> I, I, I that's, that's, that's your pressing concern. Oh. I, I, I feel for the guy. I could, I could, I could go anyway. So, so you, 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 you don't eat using forks. How does that affect your love life? <laughs> that would affect. That would affect your love life. Have you? How would you go on a date? It'd have Sp- to be a, super a little easy. thing called spoons. Okay, no, it, no go eat rum, go eat Chinese, and if you can use chopsticks, chopsticks you're fine. exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So actually, it would be okay. Or you go to any restaurant. It's your not hands. again. Not the pressing it's, concern. It's I definitely. Have so guys, if there is anyone who can't use forks and they were wondering what what kind of stuff can I, what restaurants can I go on a date to, I think you can get fifteen meals. But again, this so is fifteen meals without a fork. This is not the first. That thing. sounds like a 15, great book. Fifteen meals without a fork. Jamie Oliver's new thing. <laughs> I'll invest in that. Soup. Whoa, that's good. Could yeah, you design the cover? Because it's like wallpaper. Do you, okay, what about the, so the wallpaper business? Michael, slow the fuck down. <laughs> oh, no, what the sorry. fuck is going on, Michael? You're just literally just babbling now and just leaping to, from point to point. With, like, and there's no connective tissue. I've had a lot of... I mean, I, I, I drank a and I've had a lot of coffee. Yes, so okay, like, okay. I just wanted right. to get in the spirit of Cujo. Calm it down, calm it okay. down, okay? He's in... Can I just point out one thing? I just... One idea to... I'm trying to help this guy. Yeah, okay, and I want to help your business, right? Mm-hmm. These days, wallpaper... It's internet wallpaper... 
as much as it is real wallpaper now. Yes, that's the comment I made. Yeah, yeah, I did make but that comment. Have you yeah. actually, we didn't try and inspire him. Maybe he needs a quote to get involved with technology and actually make a bit more money. Can you next... give yourself a quote now? About how great I am? Or... Yeah, something like inspirational, then you'll feel better. And anyone listening will feel I better. Don't, I don't think he specified he's got low self-confidence. Why is he not taking on technology then? I just need someone to explain to me exactly how it works and then I can trust it. Again, like the book. Like the book. Thank you. Thank God. Oh, thank you. Yes. Mm. yes. I need something very specifically, something explained to me specifically in detail and then I can like jive with it. What? Don't, don't, I mean, again, like you, 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 it feels like you want to take a lot, you're not interested in taking things on faith, I guess. No, I like to read manuals a lot. Oh, okay. How to fix cars, how to put wallpaper because it's, all the details there for me. And you, is there a wallpaper manual? Okay, okay. All right. So, but, so this is a big hang up for you. Bad Jonathan Friedland. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. We'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. DIY. Kerry Bradshaw and the guy from Home Improvement. Yeah. So it's a Sex in the City Home Improvement. Yeah. All that crazy stuff that came out of my mouth is true. Okay. Look. Of course. The point that you um that fits you 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 were hung up on the idea that they that you don't get the specifics of his uh disability mm. and as a result you don't believe in the character despite the fact that they give you a lot of stuff including in the voice that he's written in did it, did it not ring true then the, the the style it's written in like the way that he's he the character in the book Christopher is also really hung up on details as well I mean, Chin, I, I can, can I relate. just jump in? I see that there's nothing that you've just said is relevant to his wallpaper business. No, because we've moved on from that. We've okay, oh, from okay. That. Well, and do you know what? Book. I would like to point out back that we, book, he, will, he will have an opportunity to plug the <laughs> wallpaper business at the end of the show. <laughs> Why just, I've, I, I've let this go. I've been very patient and let you like go on the, about your wallpaper business. The cap, no, the, the captain's got a stake in something. I want to have a stake in it. We don't even get paid advertisements. I could. I. I wish we could get like somebody like Blue Apron to talk about their business here. You're not even paying me. If you go any, if you go any longer about your wallpaper business, I I'm, might ask I like to say I stopped talking about wallpaper business a long time. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 I, yeah. I dropped it. You did, you, <laughs> Mike, I, I feel that right. Michael Mike is just, right. just digging away. He, you're the one that's hung up on sorry. the wallpaper business. I, I, I'll be honest. Uh, we, we spoke before the show. Fitz, he, he, he slipped me a tenner, ten pounds, mm, and it was like, hey, said, guy, no. can you just like talk about my wallpaper? He's trying to pump oh, yeah. it up, trying to get it bigger, and he's like. He's like, you, do, you said you don't have a website. Like, this is the only way he's from... He, he's relying on your podcast to get him enough... No, that's true. Like, <laughs> people... It's unsubstantiated uh, nonsense, really. Well, you would say that. You're not going to admit that you bribed me to talk about your... We I mean, just, honestly, I think what? it's... What? I, what? Nonsense? Coming out of Michael Hill's mouth? No, honestly, surely yeah, I mean, if not. If he's not going to pay me anymore, I think his all business. Wallpaper business sucks. Don't, oh, wait, 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 I will never mention it again. I'll never mention it again. I think, I think you've... Back um, to the book. Let's do it. We will go back to the book, but this, the wallpaper business is thriving and disregard what Michael Hill just said. It's, yeah, great. it's great. Obviously. Is obviously. that a quote? It's a quote. That's it's a thriving. Quote. It's wallpaper, one of your famous quotes. wallpaper business is thriving. Doesn't inspire me. Is it thriving in general or is it just yours that is thriving? Uh, in general, there's a lot of competition in the market, I won't lie. It's been difficult the last two years, but 
We're going to get there. Spent so much time on this. Yeah, not on this. Come on, can we get back to the book, please? The book. Yeah, sorry. Jesus. Like, even the the guy who's known for, like, talking about himself has not talked about himself as much as we talked about this wallpaper. I'm more interested in understanding your business opportunity. He's going to get a stake in it. How much stake do you want? I'm in for a little bit of stakes. I'll go in for 25%. 25% stakes. How many stakes is that? Are we talking literal food or is that? <laughs> Either way, I don't know how the wallpaper business works. I have no, I have no idea. Well, if you want steaks, I can give you steaks, and then if you want a steak. Is it diff- how do you pronounce steak and steak? Is it the same? Yeah, same S T. It's yeah. a different, same pronunciation. What about a wallpaper? The, the spelling's different. We have yeah. designs of steaks. Oh, that'd now be nice. That one's something. Oh, it could be, you could have a vampire one as well. Mm, that, so that'd be like Twilight. You know Kirsten Stewart. Uh, well, I don't know her anymore. She's very annoyed at me. Yeah, can we can we get back to the book, yeah, please? Sure. <laughs> she was in a book. Speaking please, of the love of God, yes, yes. I feel you're letting this go, Chin. I I've been I, I'm very patient, and I, we're having a great time. But I feel like you're not steering it enough. I'm trying. Maybe I, the captain should be. Well, the maybe captain. I should be the captain. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ! I am the captain now. Right. Okay. In accordance <laughs> of the laws of funky guy life, hashtag funky guy life. I cede responsibility to the captain now. Now let's talk about this book scene. What did you think about the book, Michael Hill? You asked him that question at the beginning. You didn't ask him that. <laughs> well, I, I said it's very hard to remember about the book because mm. I, I, I drank a lot when I was reading it. I'll, mm. I'll be, I'll be, I have some baggage. Do you remember the relationship between the boy and his mother? I, I remember the boy. Mm. Do you remember that, Fitz? The mum. Yeah. I remember he had a mum, yeah. I assume he had a mum because mm. he wouldn't, he probably wouldn't be there if he didn't. Yeah, I mean, I'm now thinking he didn't have a mum and that, that's why I couldn't remember it. Chin, what did you think about the relationship between the boy and his mother? Complicated, complicated. He thought, he thought that the mother was dead. He did. And then in a, in a, in a uh, mid-act twist, discovers that his dad was lying to him about his mother being dead and that she, she had an affair. And it run off with another another man. Yeah, and she took him to see Life of Brian. That's right. That's right. I feel my invested. What, in what, what does that have to do? I, <laughs> now you say it, I do remember. But we're, uh, it's a fit. We've got to talk about this. You hmm. talk about. The I mum? guess you knew, you knew about the mum, and I yeah, so both of us were kind of right. Well, I well, think I, I would like to point out that his analysis was like, well, he must have had a mum. <laughs> no, I mean, well, he did. Then no, no, that's the thing. You yeah, were thinking, yeah. you were like, oh, she's not dead. He must have had. That's a not mom. really particularly that's good, no, that's deep analysis, exactly though, is it? Okay. Like, yes, he had a mother. Yes, um, but what? Like, no, but the, the whole thing. You 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 think he he doesn't have a mother. And then, like, Fitz is seeing through that thing. Oh, this guy's got I a mother. I think this one, guy's got a mother. I guessed it earlier on yeah, in the book as well. Yeah, he saw the twist. Yeah. How about that for an analysis? Wait, wait, wait. You, you guessed the twist that the mother was alive. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I see. That's what I'm saying. Okay, okay. And I didn't really what, remember it because uh, of... What tipped you off? Uh, the way the dad acted was a bit shady. Yeah. Uh, the things he said didn't... Um, Can you think of anything particular? Like, like, like you pick up... Uh, when it says, like, oh... He was speaking to his son once. It's like, oh, your mum's actually alive. And, like, <laughs> and he kind of flubbed the line. And that was a, a serious mistake. Yeah, yeah no, he, he flubbed the line in the book. Yeah. I think, it's, it's interesting because like, not many books come with a blooper reel. No, like, yeah. Where like, the characters I got the say side. their lines yeah. again. Oh, yeah. He got yeah. an early edition. Well, they don't Drops. proofread it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, yeah, and it wasn't brought up again. I thought, that's going to be important later. Yeah. And it was. You just go, hey, it's got a good memory. Yeah, it was, it was a, a footnote as well. Yeah. said this will be important later. Yeah. Another yeah. mistake he had made. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, he, it was notes to the editor you read, didn't you? It must have been. 
it was in the book. Right, right. So right. But you're in, you're in the paper business, so surely maybe that had well, the power. Let's, let's leave the know. paper business behind. <laughs> yeah. We don't need to go any further into that. Um, but okay, this is interesting. Yeah. How much do you do you think that um, because the Christopher is a character who places a lot of stock in the truth. He doesn't. He's he's very fixated on details and facts and his his uh his hero and the character that he wants to emulate when he's investigating this uh, the murder of the dog is Sherlock Holmes he, the, he, the complete opposite of what he is do you think he's the complete opposite though yeah Sherlock Holmes I, I think that Sherlock Holmes no. actually might be autistic no, he's, he's, he uh he just makes wild guesses <laughs> we'll never know he's dead he's now he's right so. wait Sherlock Holmes just guessed he just mm. guessed and he was uh, just like lucky every time every time he's lucky lucky as man I don't count <laughs> yeah psychic like oh is, do you have a dad named Bob uh, who, was the, who was that guy oh so he's using context clues from actually reading he's reading people well technically he's reading people anyway yeah that's just what he was doing <laughs> that's just oh. actually what he was doing that's like that's what yeah. guessing he's just very good at reading people he literally will see something on your hand and then say like oh yeah you you are a mechanic because your hand is a certain shape or whatever mm. that's just reading people but I would make the opposite guess I would go you're a mechanic because you have blue eyes you see, let's get back to the um, the book again. I didn't even finish the point that I was making. Oh, um, I I was going to ask you, like, um, for a character who is so uh, concerned with details mm. and like, and and why he doesn't he doesn't believe in lies. He doesn't like the idea of lies. This is a quote I'm going to read at you right now. Um, the word metaphor means carrying something from one place to another. And it is when you describe something by using a word for something that it isn't. This means that the word metaphor is a metaphor. I think it should be called a lie because a pig is not like a day and people do not have skeletons in their cupboards. And when I try to make a picture of the phrase in my head, it just confuses me because imagining an apple in someone's eye doesn't have anything to do with liking someone a lot and it makes you forget what the person was talking about. So, he's kind of deconstructed the idea of metaphors as being like just these... uh unnecessary adornments to language which ultimately rather than actually clarifying an idea in somebody's head it just confuses the idea so as a result in a book which is so focused on being very literal uh and taking facts in do we think of uh christopher as being an unreliable narrator do you think that there's any point in the book where you think christopher is not being fully honest with the reader or is it because he's, because of his condition, he's not able to pick up on things that you, you, we as a reader are more equipped to, to deal with? That's an interesting point. I think he's definitely an honest narrator. Ah, okay. But he's an idiot. <laughs> oh, that's hard! I don't, I don't mean he's a, but you know what Captain. I mean. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Oh, but you know, he called him an idiot, so that's really well, harsh. Well, I'm from the olden-fashioned times. The olden-fashioned times. He's, no, I don't mean an idiot. I mean, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's a he's a little... Yeah. So he's unreliable in the sense that his interpretation of the world is unreliable. Yes, okay. So if you had a book about visiting the Pyrenees and the narrator was blind... Right. You wouldn't be able to get much information about what the Pyrenees look like. That's a very good point. I mean, but we are, again, you used another disability. <laughs> it's just like an, a different form of like, what you're talking about is a character who is uh, visually handicapped and this yeah. is a character who is emotionally handicapped. Exactly. He can't see the emotions in others. Exactly. He can't, can't pick on those. And, he, and also he is unable to deal with like his own emotions. He doesn't have, he doesn't like being touched he punches a police officer because he doesn't like being touched um and he uh when he finds out the truth that uh, about his mother's uh, mother being alive 
um, and the fact that his father lied to him, he just curls up in a ball and vomits and just groans. And he's he's not equipped to deal with like these big emotions that, are so, that life has suddenly thrown at him. Um, does this make his plight more emotional to you? Like, is this an emotional book, do you think? Yeah, there's emotion in it. There's did, emotion in it. I mean, did you cry? I haven't cried in 10 years. So What? You haven't cried in 10 years? I haven't cried in That's 10 years. That's a specific years. number as well. Have you been keeping count? I keep keeping count. Okay, right. Well, I'm waiting for 10 days. years ago. Yeah. I don't know if I just stopped. I don't know if it's a medical thing or an emotional thing. Right, right. So, Is it work-related? Maybe you got glue from your wallpaper business and your tear ducts. Mm. Is that possible? <laughs> I was wondering why your cheeks are really swelled up. Is it just like just the build-up of tears? Yeah, probably is. One day it will pop. And it will oh, no, out. no, no. I hope that doesn't Not happen. his cheeks, but his tear duct glue. Oh, okay, oh, okay. That'd be awful if his, his cheeks just popped and all his salty water came out of there. Oh, that'd be awful. Awful it's image. Nice. No, it's not. So, well, okay, all right. No, so wait, so you cool. haven't cried in 10 years? Maybe longer. Maybe longer. Yeah. And the last time you cried was? Uh, the Bodyguard. That made you cry? I love The Bodyguard. Uh, Kevin Costner, Whitney Houston, if you're wondering what film. Whitney is. Houston yeah. and Kevin Costner. Yeah. What, what made you cry in that film? There's a part where, um, spoiler alert, after she, he got shot. He gets shot. Diving okay. to save her. They're on the tarmac. Mm. And they run towards each other. And I cried there. Wow. That's, That's very, pretty emotional. It's emotional. Yeah. It's brave. Yeah, it was brave. No, to tell he, us. Could, he could have died, though. He could yeah, have no, died. I, no, I like that. I like yeah. that he's, he's an open... Yeah, no, absolutely. You're like an open book. Like, well, I would just tell you anything, really. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I feel that like um, Kevin Costner kind of neglected his bodyguarding duties of Whitney Houston, though. Um, Afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> he really did. Like, I don't think he could have saved her from the illness that she had. Hmm. It could have helped, though. He could have helped. Right, you had one job, Costner. You had you one, one job. job. Yeah. Well, you can't stop the FBI. <laughs> well, okay, was that what happened? Well, I don't like to say. Oh, well, is heard... this one of your con- like your, your gossip rumors? Uh... I've heard, as, as you know, I'm well involved with the FBI. Yeah, I did not know that. You, you did. I said in the last podcast. Okay, I've forgotten FBI that. involvement in the taking down of Donkey Kong. Oh yeah, you, yeah. You have I a big that, stake man. in the FBI. I got a medium stake. Well, <laughs> I'm somewhat known as the director of the FBI. Oh wow! But that's like an in, not the official director. So, what kind of captain are you? A, a ship captain or a police captain? I'm just a metaphorical captain. And just known as which the of captain. that is appropriate for the book? It's a book with. I hold no military rank. Is it appropriate for this book? I don't think it is. No, it, like, I don't think it's appropriate for this book. There's, there's, there's so many metaphors in this book. But that's not what this book is about. When I talk about the curious incident of the dog in the nighttime, I don't think so. Great metaphor. Get great metaphor. Great metaphor. It was critically praised because of its metaphors. All books are full of great metaphors. That's why no. they're good books. That's a tool you use that the writers use to make you uh, like oh, actually how do we feel about metaphors in general though mm. do we uh, do, do you take the same sort of like uh, uh, feeling from metaphors that um, Christopher does where he just thinks that they confuse issues they don't clarify an idea so much as confuse it and try to address it up because you're not actually direct, uh, direct you're not trying to engage with the idea it's just a way to distance yourself from an emotion or an idea. So when you say you're the apple of my eye, it feels a bit like a cliche. It feels like a, a thought terminating expression. So you don't actually have to interrogate your feelings too deeply. Or is it something that's just like so perfect that you think, of course, I can't think of a better way to describe it. You know? What the do you second, think? The second one. The second, okay. Like you think it's like on the money. So when you, when you have like uh, a great, like a metaphor, like, uh, I guess it's a simile, but uh, the metaphor of being, like uh, happy as a pig in mud 
right? You think that that's is. a person that's like, well, that's the best way to describe it. You don't think that is just keeping the idea of actually engaging right? what it means but to be But it's a simile as well. Mm. That's the problem. Yeah, the metaphors so, aren't that great. Similes are much so better. So you're not, um, you're, 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 you think like metaphors are a bit lame then? Well, like if you change that into a, I'm, I'm pig and shit happy. That would be the metaphor. Okay. The people would be like, happy is a pig and shit. Okay, that's all right. It misses the context yeah. of the pig. Yes. Not all pigs in mud are happy. Yep, yep, that's true. Or, or skeleton, skeletons in the closet. Does that actually, like, is that an easy phrase to say like, oh yeah, he's got some deep, dark secrets. But to say you've got skeletons in the closets, we're not being literal, and it's also not really sort of engaging with the darkness of why, what that means. What like, if you're a medical student? <laughs> I don't, that means that you've been no. stealing from work, apparently. <laughs> like you've yeah, just got skeletons. You wouldn't need more than one. Maybe you'd have different sizes, though. Different yeah. size skeletons. Different uh, structure. Different body bone mm-hmm. structure. Male, if you female, were a, a reverse man, a reverse Asian. Yeah. No, not this. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah, a man who, rather than wearing clothes, yep. had to wear various inside parts. Mm. So every day he'd wear the same outside parts, but he'd change his skillings. Okay, so that's what you meant. That maybe that's what you meant by a, rever- uh, a, a, a reverse man, a reversible man, rather. Yeah. Okay. okay. So you go today. I'll go with the Naki Skellington, <laughs> and tomorrow you go with the Reebok Skellington. The Reebok Skellington. Yeah. I don't know. Honestly, don't know how they can approach that idea. It's a very weird idea. I don't think I can take that idea any further. It's just like, yeah, that's just some crazy shit. That, that's some crazy shit. It'd right have there. to be an alien or some kind of. That would literally Robot. be my reaction, by the way. If someone, by the way, I've, this is my Reebok skeleton. I'd be like, "Yep, that's some crazy shit." Don't know how to react to that. Why do you wear the same clothes every day, Harry? I don't. I change my skeleton. <coughs> Again, but don't know where to take this. this. Don't know where to take this. I'm still wearing yesterday's skeleton. I've got to time to put a wash on. But it's... your skin doesn't get washed. I don't. <coughs> Yeah. Would you put it in the laundrette? I imagine like that, uh, going to the laundrette and just taking your skin to the laundrette and getting it washed there. And no, you wouldn't get your skin washed, you'd get your skeleton, skeleton washed. Oh, okay, okay. That's the whole concept I've been talking about. Yeah, I feel yeah. Like, again, all I can he say is just a bunch of crazy shit. He doesn't speak in metaphors, he just speaks in... I call a spade a spade. Yeah, mm. he does. Yeah. But the, the, people get in trouble for that it's these days, not, though. I, I, can, I can relate to the... Uh, actual the, the narrator and the, the main character the, the fact is metaphors can be confusing especially if there's any kind of language barrier or anything I mean the, it, it's, it's an idiom not a metaphor but as a child does a bear shit in the woods would just it, it threw me I know the meaning is yes it does but then I, as a child I was like what about all the bears in zoos they don't have woods to go in there so there's a lot of loopholes what about I like, like ignore the loopholes stuff? Yeah, but what about like a polar bear? There are no woods in the Antarctic. That's like, a, very a good lot point, of like yeah. that's a lot of bears. So yeah. all the, the Coca Cola bears they don't shit in woods. <laughs> Although like do some bears shit in the woods is thus kind of waters down the metaphor. Or, but it's like, accurate though, yeah. and I feel like that's what the narrator's getting at. Like it's just yeah. it's confusing. It's, it's, it should be, yeah, some bears shit in woods. So do, do some bears shit in woods? They they do, without a doubt. Yes. But like, Not all of them, though. I think, like, some I th- of them probably shit in the sea or a river. But I think like what you're, you've hit upon, Michael, is interesting, because we're talking about like um, language and precision, aren't we? Yeah. 
Yeah. And we're talking about how, like, um, like Christopher clearly believes that language is a communication tool. That, like, why would you take a hundred words to say something that can be expressed in three, for example? He says he's very direct and he doesn't understand why. Um, he uses the, um, the logic of Occam's razor a lot in this book, which is basically like uh, acts as a, a, a great sort of metaphor in a way to describe the way that he interacts with other people. He cuts through the fluff and the sort of no- social niceties that most people introduce into the language every day. You can't just come out and say a lot of stuff, but he doesn't. He misses those things because of his condition, um, and he just cuts straight through all the the, the, the fluff because he believes that language is a tool. Ultimately, why then does language become a a, a device then to keep people at bay rather than making them closer. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Right? I agree. Yeah. I right. actually think now we talk more, I am more like the main character than I ever could imagine. It's true. You have been very emotional. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seeing the corner there. Do we feel like now, I'm sure, is that, is are like, the people listening now thinking where is Fitz? Yeah, no. On I, the spectrum? Because earlier you were questioning the And the I like author. precision and I like, and now I'm starting to realise that maybe I could relate to it a bit too much. Oh, and now okay. this, that was my way of distancing this, myself. I mean, this could be tied into your lack of crying as well. Yeah, all of it. <laughs> wow, yeah. you yeah. just diagnosed yourself over yeah. the course oh. of this. Um, well, then there's a great book for that. Then. Yeah, maybe that's I don't know if we should. I mean, like Mark Haddon himself has stated that like he does not wish to be taken as an expert on the condition. Clearly, he does. Well, no, I think like he, like, one of the reasons why he, um, he said that he avoided actually diagnosing, uh, Christopher as having, as being anywhere on, on the spectrum is that he didn't want to come across like he knew what he was talking about. He, he, he literally said that like when he was writing the character, Keep it vague. he said like, I just, I knew I wanted the character to be autistic, but I didn't want to state that like he uh, had Asperger's or anything like that because, uh, it would pin him down and he'd, he'd actually have to do more research. In that's the he's lazy. He's lazy. He, he's, that's what he said. That's what he said. And, and he, I'm going to do that for my next series of textbooks. <laughs> but Why have you not specified any of these facts? Well, I didn't want to. <laughs> Can I just say, though, this is a, a work of fiction. It's not a manual on how to yeah. be. Like, that's what I need it to be. I need yeah. a manual on how to be. <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is the problem here because, like, even though he tried to keep it vague, and uh, he said he literally said, "I wanted to give my rule, uh, ten rules by which my character lived by." Not funky guy life, by the way, which is a totally different set of rules. But like the old rap, no, it's not quite. Not quite. Not quite. Not quite. Not quite. Um, it's he just basically said he gave the character a set, set of rules to live by and and how they conduct themselves, and he didn't want to be taken as an expert. He was actually a little bit annoyed at the fact that a lot of the book clubs came out and said he suffers from Asperger's when it's never, he, he goes out of his way to avoid um, diagnosing um, Christopher. And it, it, it's, it's failed in many ways to actually like absolve him responsibility from like, for being some sort of expert because he gets a lot of invites from people who want him to talk at these sort of like autism conventions. And he has to turn them down because he's like, I'm not an expert. I am not an expert. I've just written a character who, Apparently, chimed with a lot of people. A lot of people said, like, "Oh, yeah, you you hit upon something there. That's very accurate." Now, I don't know how like fits. Obviously, you, you, you some of it didn't ring true. Some of it did ring true. Uh, but between the fiction and the non-fiction, I guess you, you, you get like a somewhere you find the truth where the truth lies. I guess uh, it feels real, doesn't it? This book. He he convinces me as a, a lived-in character. The voice of Christopher. Is a unique one, and it feels real to me. I was convinced. I, 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 I wouldn't 
call up Mark Haddon and say, hey, could you give me a talk uh, on autism? In my flat. In my flat <laughs> right now. I, I've got your kids. I mean, have you um, ever like, tried? I, I wouldn't do that. I have you ever that. tried contacting the office? No, I have never. Probably, actually, probably quite easy. It would be easy. I, I would actually, I should try to get quotes from them because most of them are on Twitter. I'll give you the quote. Yeah, Fitz will give you a quote. Yeah, I'll do the quote and then you can Fitz, are you a okay. bit lost though? He mentioned a metaphor when it was, he's, he mentioned the bookworm. Do you understand what that means? So, can you repeat the. He, he said the metaphor of the bookworms. Who did? The chin earlier on. Chin about 12 just mentioned bookworms and I didn't have time was there to. Is bookworms metaphor that I did? Yeah, you talked about how the bookworms wanted uh, the author to come to the. Autism events. Oh, they weren't bookworms. They were actual sort of like uh, um, neuro- neurologists and like uh, people who specialize in autism that wanted them to come to autism conventions and speak. Like, was, at, like he, was he did expert. mention bookworms. He did so. mention bookworms. And I was immediately like, I, I felt sorry him. for Fitz. I'm like, maybe he's saying he doesn't understand metaphors. It's bookworms? disengaged. I did not say bookworms. You definitely I said bookworms. You Everyone well, you know listening what? could hear bookworms. I w- it might be oh, my oh. Uh, mush mouth delivery of words, but I'm pretty sure I did not say... M- well, you uh, didn't say bookworms. I mean, I, I feel like that's an offensive term. Mush mouth. Mush mouthed. No, 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 no. Bookworms. What I don't know offensive? about mush What's a bookworm? Is that ones who like books? Well, bookworms are literally worms that eat books as in like they they, they eat the pages That's so it why wasn't a metaphor well no, well, no, no. The book well it became a metaphor because it was something that was applied to people who are really into books who eat books no they just well metaphorically speaking they consume oh, books again they? this is confusing yeah. though but I, but bookworms are uh, there are literal bookworms really? and they're metaphorical bookworms in the same way that like um bed, we have bed, uh, uh sorry what like bed they don't like the bed bugs bite. Yeah, yeah. There's no, no bed bugs. No, no, well, no, no. There's no metaphorical bed bugs. Like what zombies. You got literal zombies and you got metaphorical zombies. Like zombies, which are the living dead, like uh, brought to life by like in voodoo, and zombies are a person who doesn't think for themselves and just sort of like walks like a zombie through to as a commuter. So literal metaphor. You get it? You get? Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying here? I get okay. it. Yes, I, just I think Michael got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't explain it to me. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, generally, I'm just trying to be helpful. Say all those things again, please. Yeah, yeah, I've got, there's no time. There's no time. It's a long explanation. It's like, yeah, I get this. I know um, everything you're saying. I need help. The, what is it? They don't let the uh, the bed bugs bite. Bed bugs bite. That again? No, that's... it's not bed bugs. It's the something bite. Bad bugs bite. No, bed, bed bugs. Bed bugs. Bed... bad bugs bite. <laughs> 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 that's, what's the that's a really like... general threat. <laughs> <laughs> don't let those good bugs. For those bad ones, don't let them get near you. It's like you get woke up in the morning and interrogated by good bug, bad bug. You always miss her. Bed bugs, that's bad no, no, okay. bugs. No, 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 no. But there are bed bugs that are a real thing you get yes, in your bed. Yes. But then, what's the thing we say to kids when you put them? Don't to let sleep? the bed bugs bite. Oh, so it's actually a real it, threat. Yes. Oh my. It's God. not a threat. It's a, it's a warning. It's a, so a metaphor, but yeah, it's yeah, also yeah. real. No, it's a joke. It's a joking the thing sort of is, like. Though, when did you hear about bed bugs? I didn't. In this kind, in the UK, bed bugs don't no. really exist. No, like, but I didn't yeah. hear about bed bugs until I was twenty. So when I, when my parents were saying that, I thought, ah, oh, yeah, bed bugs, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Something, but now, like I know it's real. I would never tell my children that. Really? Also, okay, that's just a fun thing, isn't it? As a warning, it is useless. Yeah, well, how, how am I meant to not let them back? Come on, Jim. Go, no, you bedbugs, <laughs> stay away. <laughs> I'm going to reason with these bedbugs. Okay, you could do that with if karate. You, like, if yeah, that's what I if do. your twins or triplets, yeah, one of you can stay up and keep watch. 
What? Like the, the army do, oh, yeah. or like, and then be like, and then get the fuck out of those bed bugs, right? <laughs> but if there's just one of you, you, you basically you, you're telling your kid never go to sleep, mm, 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 which is useful. bad advice. Oh, That's bad why advice? we've probably got so many insomniacs. I mean, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of messed up things parents would say to their kids before going I to bed. I love you. Sorry, what? <laughs> no, no, not that. Not that. But like, no, I feel like rock a like... baby. Uh, that classic lullaby. Right, rock a baby in the street top. When the wind blows, the cradle will rock. When the bow breaks, the cradle will fall. Down will come baby, cradle and all. That's basically a baby just died. And that's so how you basically know, try to soothe the baby to sleep. Attached to the cradle. It's, at least it would be good Well, you know what? It would be nice to include that important detail in your book. It wouldn't or your, fit the ramps. It would not. And I, I think like you've just ended up with a, 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 a lullaby in which a baby falls to their death. Like, And that's what you sing to your baby before going to sleep. There's lots of... Like, and the ideas of like... It's meant to be a time where kids are meant to be at their most scared. They feel vulnerable. If you, especially sleeping in uh, your own bed for the first time alone, you want to reassure your kid that, yeah, don't worry, the sun's going to come up tomorrow. You're going to be all right, and I'll be right here. Nope, I'm just going to fuck with your head for a while with this messed up lullaby, and also watch out for these parasitic bugs that live in mattresses. Mm, that's what I say to my children every night before they go to sleep. Well, fuck you! I I no, I don't. Die. I say okay. right. the sun will rise tomorrow. Yes. Make sure it does. Okay, <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. So, do you say that to your son or also to your daughter? I say it to both of them. How many kids do you have, sorry? I have four. How? What are their ages? Oh, God, no, not ages. Come on. Timeline <laughs> stuff is banned from this episode. I'm just Wait, just, so it's intriguing because a... if you're saying the son... Do you only have one son? Or are you talking about the son? Or is this a metaphor? So are you talking about the sun in the sky? <laughs> Which is a metaphor. Are you talking about your son slash daughter will rise? Because if you have a son of a certain age, yeah, every yeah, morning he is... I, I say goodnight gonna... to the sun in the sky every night and say, like, the sun will come again tomorrow. The sun. Thought you might like to know that. Is that what you like to say to the sun? No. I, I'll be honest, I was making a Purell reference. I know, I know, I know. Well, my children so. are too young to get erections. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> is that... Have you been that testing was... them? Have you been testing them? How do you know your children are too young? Well, just because they're only six years old. There you go, that's how yeah, you know. Yeah, I remember... Because they're far too young. Yeah, perfect. I remember that... Um... <laughs> The captain um, boasted about having the world's most average penis, and it's not only just it's a it's a running average as well. So he actually lengthens and shortens his penis according to the world average at any given time, which is impressive. How much does it change? It's only by small millimeters every every day or so. Every day or so. Plane it down every day. It couldn't happen every day. The average penis size has grown over time. So wait, do you plane it down every day and then glue it back on? No, I slightly increase it. Can I can I do this? Because I feel like this is. I feel it would change a lot if the average penis size. It would always be getting smaller because people die. Yes. And then those are dead penises. No, but also people grow up. But but so every day a penis and a child is growing. But then every but, day, no, I, but what about all the babies being born with penises? No, but the, the baby. Come but, on, it's just, you got I'm basically confused. you're losing big dicks and you're getting tiny dicks. I suppose the world so the population is growing, so more babies are born than adults are dying. So the average penis size is shrinking. If you were to include children, which I don't, because that is perverted. But then it's average penis fair, size. I only include males over the age of eighteen. So okay. the world average oh, of fully grown adult males. Well, I mean, what if they? St- I mean, you can still. Grow. Nothing weird about that. Nothing weird about. Yeah. That. Well, I mean, what if they keep growing after eighteen? That's happened. 
It's true. It does happen. Some people, some people, I'm still waiting for it. <laughs> Wish you something you want to tell? Tell us. Yeah, how no, cool. I feel. I mean, if yeah, maybe I'm one of the people losing the 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 average. Well, just do what the captain does. He just glues bits onto his end of his like on penis. I have a complicated oh. system. Can of you gears. can you cry? Because <laughs> I know one of my friends fits over here. He had a problem with glue and it stopped him crying. Are you able to cry? I'm able to I cry whenever I read a Jonathan Friedland article. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, all I'm right. Read one of his articles. Yeah, some really good, big Friedland on this podcast and for some papers, reason. Yeah. Um, let's get. Like, I want to go back to the book one last time. Like, let's let's cut to the ending. Actually, like this is an ending. I think which is uh, genuinely spoiler alert. Well, I think people know what they're getting into when they're talking, going to a book club podcast. But like the ending. Is this what this is? Yes, Mark. he believed in the wallpaper yeah, promotion. Sorry, yeah, but you still yeah. read a book for this occasion. I thought it'd be useful. <laughs> you read the book. You read the specific book we're talking about. Yeah, you get, and you just thought you were here for to talk wallpaper. Well, after the garden articles, I was told I would be able to speak on wallpapers, and then yeah. we did. Wow, wow. There's I, a lot of people just don't I, well, understand okay, what's right. going on. Also, right. I don't know if you guys have seen it. You can get like paintings where they're actually books. There's like a the typed up. Like it, but you have like a picture of Alice in Wonderland, but it's a picture of Alice, but the Alice is the whole picture is made up of little words which have been typed. What's this got story, to do with anything? <laughs> he works in the wallpaper business. Have you ever done any wallpaper books? No, it's no. like the whole book is on a wallpaper, so you can just walk around the room reading the that book. That would be good. No, I might. Because I feel like that's a good way for him to get more into You're earning books. your stakes in the company, aren't Yeah, and that. I feel like if you're promoting that to our listeners every every like week, like, Chin, you should How go out. How the fuck are we back on wallpaper again? I literally <laughs> no, said back to said, the book, he, and then you back to wallpaper. He said wallpaper. That's not like... Is this a trigger phrase? Like, come on! I, I no. want to get back. I was like, what do you think about the ending of the okay. book? Wallpaper. How do we end up here? Okay, Fitz doubled it. He's paying me twenty pounds now. <laughs> He's bribing me, and I feel like we, I need to earn that money because I slammed him earlier. That was just a joke, guys. Just a joke. I didn't mean <laughs> like you are seriously really not is, earning that twenty pounds. No, I feel it, it's great. And if he, what you should do every every time there's a new faking lit podcast, you should produce a wall, wallpaper for it. Where it's actually the book of the week, and then yeah, people can do that. That'll be a big. Do you know with that? You cool with that? No, I'm not. Actually, you get, well, you, get, you get a kickback. Yeah. How about that? How much? Two steaks. Two steaks. Actual steaks, like meat. Whatever steaks. you would need it to be. What cut? Get. What cut? We talking about? T bone? No. So um, what's the one by the butt? Is that a T bone? What the butt? The butt. That's the rump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rump. Nah, fuck the rump. Fuck you know, the rump. No, 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 no. It's not the biggest. Part. Literally. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and in the game too. Yeah, no, that's what about that's a joke the, what from about outside the, the podcast. Which you just said, said. said. No reason. And what about the book? Yeah. And then what, the what about, about in the book? book? Can we talk about the ending though? Yeah, <laughs> yeah please. Okay. We'd like to talk I'm about the ending. Why are you bringing up wallpaper? I'm begging you. Just let's get back to the book. Come on. Right. I think he's uh, he's got you over oh, here to do Jesus some wallpapering. Now I look yeah. at it. There's a ladder here. Is that is that paste? There's a few rolls. Paste. That's what he's, he's yeah. invited you. This whole thing has been a ruse. Give a good quote. Okay. I actually have Give no problems. I, I I I like painting. I like paint on my walls. I'm sorry. Not anymore, though, because I'm here. Does it offend you that he would invite you over despite not having any wallpaper? It is weird. 
It's either wants you to do something. <laughs> is, it, is it weird that I have no wallpaper? I thought it was like... Wait. Wallpaper is out of the war business now. People well, it's a bit... No, wait, that's well, what well, I The wallpaper is thriving. Wallpaper's wait, yeah. no! No more wallpaper talk! How did I get fucking sucked into this again? We're not talking about wallpaper <laughs> well, anymore! Because you hate it. That's it. Oh I'm my saying, god. No, I have no opinion on wallpaper. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Chen hates wallpaper, guys. Spread the news. Let's talk about the end of Let's the book. Let's talk about the end, the end of the book, book please. Hashtag fake walls, Chen. Funky guy life. Look, let's talk about the ending. What did we think of the ending? Was it a believable ending? Was it a satisfying ending? Uh, after having gone through all these adventures, reconnected with his mother, and actually, after it's revealed that the dog was killed by none other than his father, he's afraid of his father and wants to live with his mother now. We end up in a situation where the mother leaves the man that she was with and moves back to be closer to her son. And the father makes some sort of reconciliatory uh, action to build the bridge and um, build back the trust between uh, himself and Christopher by buying him a golden retriever puppy. It's a very heartwarming ending, mm. I thought. Um, what did everybody else think? Did you think this was a good ending to the book? Were you hoping it would have a happy ending? Were you expecting something darker? No, I think it needed it needed this. It needed because I almost cried. Which almost. Almost cried, which meant it was emotional. Wow. And if I almost cried, that means other people with actual emotions oh, yeah. will be in flood of tears. Okay, right. Yeah, so you think, I, I did I did cry a little bit. I, I thought the cried. Ending, yeah, I cried. I'm not ashamed to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay. have no recollection. Real men cry. By the time yeah. we got to the end of the book, I was completely blackout drunk. So it's, I remember there being a puppy and then I remember getting confused thinking, oh, maybe it is like the curious case of Benjamin Button. Because the, the dog dies, and then, yeah. the, then the, the puppy comes, and uh, that made me happy, I guess. Okay. Well, you have vague feelings. Yeah, of, I just remember the, the, the joy, and that, that didn't even happen on the last page. I think I stopped reading at that point, point. I was like, yeah, that's done it. This was Sometimes a... you choose your own ending. As I often do. This was a... On a book, do you ever do that? Yeah. You just choose your own ending. Right. Like, oh, Sometimes, a... literally, in a choose-your-own-adventure book. Oh, right. of course. It seems to me that... I, mean, I, I used uh... to read those as a kid, and now, as an adult, I will choose my own ending for My copy of Curious Dug in the Nighttime was a choose-your-own-adventure version. Right. It's just at the end of every page, rather than offering me a choice, just said, turn to page two, and then turn to page three. Oh. And then turn to page four. That was like an instruction <laughs> manual for the book. I wish I, read, I wanted that one. Yeah, you should have I'd read that, that one. one. I should have read that one. Can you, get, can you lend him that one? I, so like I feel that. like you'll get into the metaphors more. They also have the, the name of the book in the top right yeah, corner did. as well. Yeah, you mm. can't forget Classic it. Classic book. It just said, if you want to read another page, turn to page four. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't on. they do that? Because a lot of the time, you just you have to work out. Like The first time you pick up a book, you just like, well, where's the rest of this? Yeah, you read one page and you go, well, I've and done stopped, that. Yeah. And you know, you know, my, we already know my thoughts on like when they don't quote who's saying what it is. Yeah. And well, we know also your inability to finish a fucking sentence yeah. as well. <laughs> like, just read the first words. I got the gist of what they're about to yeah, say. Yeah, well, it's just, it, it's skim reading. I, I feel like Which I'm a important. busy guy and I don't have time to read. You make me read all these books, Chin, and I just have to skim read them and just try and get the best that I can. Fine. This one, skim reading junk, it didn't really work. Uh, yeah, no, I think I, I was going to say I think this was a poor choice uh, of yours to read a book. Blackout drunk. I'll be I'll be honest, Tim. Can I can I be frank with you? Mm. I have some baggage. Oh, with this book, right? 
And that is why I I couldn't even I I had to drink do to you get want, through it. Do you want to get? Do you want to tell us about this baggage? I don't know if this is a safe space. Safe space. Safe, safe as space. as it safe as it's ever going to get. I have no emotions. Yeah, I mean, granted, I I said that like he, somebody did try to <laughs> threaten to kill you last time you're here, but he's not here. That bad man's Good. gone away. Good so idea. this it's is a, a little safe bit space. Safer with some wallpaper on it, but I'll, let, I'll let that go. I'll let that go. No, no. Fuck wallpaper. That was that was just a safe. I could let's wallpaper over this wallpaper. I said, this is a book about a dog, yeah? Yes. And I don't know, it seems like none of you guys have made the connection, but my name is Michael Hill, my dad's name is Eric Hill. He of Spot the Dog fame? Yeah, Spot the Dog. You know guys know Spot the Dog? It's another book of his children's book. Very famous book about a dog called Spot. I think he's arguably the the most famous children's book dog other than Clifford. Yeah, like it, like it's uh, and the the and author. You hate Eric. Clifford, don't you? The, no, I, I I don't mind Clifford. I don't mind dogs. To be honest, I, I like dogs in the world. They're just books about dogs. I find very painful because a lot of people don't know the the true story of Spot the Dog. What did what was? Oh, okay. My 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 father was was writing the book Spot the Dog, mm-hmm. and it initially it was a different kind of book. It wasn't actually. It was just after Where's Wally had came out, mm-hmm. and it was literally. <laughs> Okay. It's a children's yeah. book called Spot the Dog. Yeah. Right. It's for younger children. It, <laughs> it was, was very easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you just had to spot the dog. It was much easier than Where's Wally. And then the thing is, another Eric Hill, a family yes. member, my, my my uncle, he he came over and he, he stole this book idea and completely changed it from it being a book about Spot-box. finding a dog into a story. He was like, essentially, that's a good name for a book. He took that and he really ran with it, got some great characters and got great, great artwork and narrative. Well, he kept stuff. the artwork the same. It was just well, a picture of a single dog and a dead version on a plain white background. No, yeah, no, it wasn't yeah, that yeah. easy. Come on, he tested it on me. It's pretty good, actually. It's difficult. Some of them are really, uh, it takes a while. Sometimes there's a ball as well, well as Sometimes, the dog. sometimes yeah, it's yes. a double pager. So you're like, do I look on the, the left page or do I look on the right dog? Sometimes he's on both the and sides. It, yeah, yeah, sometimes he's on both them, but there's two dogs. So I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a whole. Yeah. It's a whole thing, and then you make me read this book about dogs, and it kind of brings up that. And I just I feel anger at my uncle. My uncle is a multimillionaire. That's a hugely selling children's book, and my dad isn't that. And my, I feel like my uncle stole that money from my dad. I'm. That's a very sad story. I I will. Yeah, I, I, I sympathize sometimes, but I can't help but feel that you're. Emotional connection between that story. Oh, it's a book and about this dogs. Story. For fuck's it's sake. not even about dogs, really. It's a book about dogs. There's a dog in the title. A There's a dog, and you say I don't read the title. Wait, 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 wait. You never dog. said you don't read the title. But it's not. You said the opposite of that. Yeah. Yeah. You only read the title. Yeah. No, I, I, I pretty much said that. Yeah. Jaws, I read it all. I read the whole title. The whole fucking title, because it's like if it's down. There's two words. Two words. If it's more than two words in the title, you're just not going to give a fuck. About the rest of it, like no, I feel on the road. I did that one. It was it was easy. <laughs> you got yeah. pretty far through the title of the curious incident. Of the <laughs> yeah, dog but then then I knew there was there dog only the two end. more words I left. But then I start reading it. I, I hear about this dog, and I just start thinking, oh, it's a book about a dog and a kid. Oh, I know a children's book about a dog. Spot the dog. Oh, my uncle, fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fitz coming in strongly on the side of your uncle. Um, look, look, look. Right. I, I will say, I will say this. I think like it's not really about a dog, though. This book, it isn't. Well, it's, it is, but it's, it's a, the, about the dog about... is a metaphor. Yes, I get it. The dog's a metaphor. For what? Uh, wait, wait, hold on a second. No, 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 no. no. Uh, Talk me through this. this. Talk me through this. What was the dog a metaphor for? His innocence. 
It's a childhood innocence lost, like the dog is lost. It's a big map. You didn't even see that in the book. Wait, wait, talk me through this. Like, like The dog symbolizes innocence that's been killed. No, innocence has been lost. His childhood is kind of lost. It's becoming an adult. I don't know. I don't know about this metaphor. You just don't understand metaphors. I don't know. I could could say that a lot of things could be metaphors. I'd say that the the dead dog is the inciting incident for everything that happens afterwards. Sherlock Holmes, that's a whole metaphor. Um, Not even a real guy. I think what you've done is you've confused metaphors and symbols. Mm. I think that's what you've done. You've confused a symbol with a metaphor. I'd say like the... Maybe the dead dog is a symbol of like uh Okay, it yeah, it's innocence, a symbol. More. But it's not a metaphor. Okay, Nobody's saying like I'm oh my innocence was lost like a dead dog in a garden fork. Maybe that's not saying maybe, that's maybe, not they saying. maybe they should maybe be, they right? should uh, Maybe we should all start yeah. using it. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that happens. I'll email Jonathan Friedland from the Guardian and <laughs> Yeah, get you could make it. some wallpaper with it. And also yeah, no, Fitz, no, this could be Fitz's big he needs a metaphor to get behind. This could be the one. You give it in your quotes. Oh good quote. Can I be honest? I still don't know what metaphor is. Yeah, we haven't done a very good job no, of explaining it. Uh, like it was freezing. You can say that it is essentially a metaphor because freezing is that a metaphor? Well, it, 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 unless the temperature is actually zero degrees, it's not actually freezing. This water is freezing. I can't say that because it would be ice. No, I think again, no, it would be no, no, no. You, you, you have confused frozen. metaphor with a figure of speech. <laughs> That's what you've done there. A Jared. That's not the same thing. Like when you say something I've that's not literally the truth, it's not doesn't mean it's a metaphor every time. It just means you're being figure you're speaking figuratively. Well, so, similarly, it's like 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 what did you say about the uh, one we had before? You're happy as a pig in shit. Yes, you're happy yeah. as a pig in shit. You're saying you're comparing your happiness to a pig in shit. Whereas if you say I'm pig in shit happy, means I am. <laughs> it's also oh the same God, really? <laughs> should we say our concluding thoughts yes I think yeah. so I think we need to conclude this maybe discussion. that was a metaphor nope <laughs> I don't think it was I don't think it was everybody like go around the table tell me what you thought of the curious incident of the dog in the night time let's start with the, with you Fitz and go clockwise in that fashion sure I'm glad you could start with me um, once I got past the whole nature of does he have Asperger's? What actually is his uh, condition? I felt that this whole book encapsulated everything I needed to do in terms of dogs dying, uh, mysteries of mums, and untrustworthy dads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is what I was kind of going into, hoping it would. Right, right, right. And you don't really see that a lot of days. A lot of days. A lot of days. Is that a metaphor? A book? <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of these days. You don't forget the word guys, guys, Not everything has to be a metaphor, okay? Not everything has to be a metaphor. Just speak your heart. Speak you don't say a lot these days? Yeah. These days. Mm. Not a metaphor, but it's just something, it's yeah. It's just a little saying. It works. Saying. It's a it nice, it's a nice Again, sentence. Yeah. Good sentence. Getting too hung up on metaphors and Get, figures of speech, but carry on. It's carry a theme on. of the book. I read about it in Wikipedia. It's honest. That's what I'm trying to say. It's honest. Yes, it's yeah. honest. It's yes. honest. Honesty it, is a big part. And it cuts deep. And I can respect that. And I would just wish more books were honest about deaths of dogs, mm-hmm. missing mums, and untrustworthy dads. It's okay. like a manual for you. It's like a manual. Like so this a manual, is, this is exactly what you'd do if there, if you found a dead dog. And your mum was well, soon dead. Well, no, no, well, well, not even that. Like, if you just found, what if you just found a dead dog? Would you still try, would you kill your mother in order to be true to, or fake your mother's death? 
in order to be good. So you've just come across a dead dog, and the first thing's like, well, I've got to fake my mother's death first. And then the first, I immediately go to my dad and ask him, why has he been telling my mum's alive? He should have been telling me that she was dead. Even though he's clearly been saying, like, yeah. no, what, what's happened to your mum? Yeah, he should like, have said something like that. And then... Your mum's all right. I just spoke to her on the phone, so, oh, check again. Exactly. Check again. And then eventually, at the end of the book, I get a puppy. Which is what I... Good story. You do also have to vomit on yourself and have a absolute freak out. That's and then fine. run away to go live with your mum, who you, I assume, will have to relocate in order to make this work. Obviously, yeah. So yeah. you have to buy your mum a new house after you faked her death. She'd be homeless. I just visit her in a new... At the bus stop. <laughs> new street. Yeah, basically. <laughs> find her. And then we live in that street together. With a puppy. And big for change. I think you've laid out a very convincing case of why you shouldn't do all the things that, like, on the character. Uh, I disagree. Well, I mean, you're, you're, a, you're an entrepreneur. I feel you'd be giving a lot away to uh, just kind of throw away the business and just do this life. I think you should take the book for what it is. It's not really a manual. It's, it's a beautiful story that we can learn from. We don't need to take it all literally. So it's not, it's not, it's, it's not actually what you need to do. It's not? I don't think it is. I feel like I've taken the wrong things away from it then. Mm, I think you have. have I mean, I? you haven't already started. You haven't killed a dog yet, have you? What? Okay. <laughs> you didn't kill the dog, can I just say? I know that. that. You I said earlier he's socially yeah. awkward around dogs. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. 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 there's a dog killing dog. Have you yeah, said yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's like... The only implied in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's what you do. Maybe six or seven dogs have disappeared in my surrounding area. Right. That's unrelated to what I do, though. Right. It's weird that you know the exact number. It is seven and not six, but... Absolutely. Um, did but, you try to solve the mystery? That's a mystery that needs to be solved. I don't need right? to solve it because <laughs> you, I know the answer. Oh, really? Oh, oh. Did, I know. Because you've already dogs. solved it. I already know what to those dogs. Because you've done the research, like the, the the kid in the book. Basically, yeah, I did a lot of research. And yeah, I mean, I think you're saying you killed those dogs. <laughs> no, no, Fitz, no. no I, I, Take your twenty okay. pounds back. I don't want to work for a dog killer. I never said I, Michael. Keep twenty. I never said I killed those dogs. <laughs> no. I just know them. And you turn them into wallpaper. <laughs> what? Why is it back to wallpaper oh, again? I mean, wallpaper is not paper, it's the blood of dogs. Oh my god. Oh. smears all over walls. It's like Sweeney Todd. <laughs> Business is thriving, guys. Sweeney oh. Todd. Business yeah. is thriving. It's not even paint, it's more like paint. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, so even good wallpaper. You could use the skin. Blood, right? You could use dark skin as well. The skin, it's oh horrible. God. And the bones, you could cry. I mean, I just don't want. I... Also, can I just point out? You just killed six or seven. Not a lot of wallpaper. Well, we don't know you how thriving it is. You we barely don't know the size of their dogs. You have a try chin. I think a dog is a wall. I would say. They were all like Clifford, the big red dog, <laughs> who is of variable size, yeah, he's depending right. on his situation. Yeah. 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 So, wow. Well, okay, late revelation. Apparently Fitz Clifford. kills dogs. We don't have time don't to know. investigate it. You don't know. We don't know. I think we have a fairly good idea. <laughs> guess. Wow. Yeah. Figure out. That is, that is, wow. Well, okay. I mean, that's kind of soured my experience of this book. Now I know it's essentially been treated like a manual for kids. I don't dogs. think it's the book's fault. I really don't think Someone's it's the book's fault. Someone's been really misinterpreted that. Yes. And I, I feel bad. To, I, I just want to clearly state for the record, I'm not on the payroll of uh, yeah, Fitz's uh, wallpaper really anymore. Work. I'm not involved with this. I love dogs. and You like spotting them. Yeah, I well, I spot. Well, I mean, you know, it's more. It, I live in the same era area as Fitz, and to be honest, it, it's getting more difficult to spot the dogs. They keep on disappearing. <laughs> it right. used to be easier. I'd spot a dog, no problem. I feel like I need to go out and like make 
eight or nine more disappear. No, no. I feel like if anything, we need to sit down after the show oh, no, and no. we need to just talk about this. Yeah, I, this book aggravated me. Well, I, I, I feel. I just feel sorry for your mother. What's going to happen to her? Yeah, she's going to disappear. <laughs> no, no. Don't make me like kill your mother and no. make wallpaper out of her. No, she's just going to disappear. These revelations have come so late in this no. podcast. I just wanted your opinion on this book, <laughs> and we oh. found out more. Okay, four stars. So much more. There you go, four stars. Not even five, though, to be fair. Four stars. Like, a book which would make me murder multiple animals and my mother, I'd give it a five star. It's got to be that good to convince me. You only gave it four. this is the excuse I'm going to use in court. It's not the reason. I think they'll buy that. Yeah, it's not the reason. I feel like we've got a confession here. This is my my guilty. Yeah, and you're right, it was a good book. Wow. Um, well, okay. thank you for your thoughts. Well, thank you for your thoughts. <laughs> well, I, 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 I apologise as I said I had a backstory to this story, so I didn't give it the full time. I, I feel like after listening to it, I want to give it a read again and read it sober and try and appreciate it. It's a dis- it does seem like a great book. Right. So you, what are you going to give like an uh, a uh, uh, N A sort of like? Yeah, uh, I, 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 I enjoyed what I read, but I also was in. I was kind of watching TV at the same time. And, so it was Seems very difficult to do if you I was, as I said, I was watching The Crufts, so I felt it was yeah. also related to dogs, so trying to get me in the zone. But I, I feel like a lot of the time I, I just. I cannot stress that. enough how much this book is not about dogs, though. <laughs> Again, I cannot stress enough. If I came away from this book, I would and not be saying, like, what a great book about dogs. You know, when he gets to the, <laughs> he gets to the bit about the Sherlock Holmes bit, then I started watching uh, the, the Sherlock Holmes, yeah. the Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Well, yeah. Only... Not even the one that no. involved dogs. <laughs> no. <laughs> not Hound of the Basket. No. <laughs> no, the second it's the one. Robert Downey the Jr. second Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The second one that nobody saw. Yeah, no, I watched that one and afterwards I watched Iron Man. <laughs> The second one of that as well. <laughs> so you just, I mean, and I haven't seen the first Sherlock Holmes or the first Iron Man. I've seen confused. Iron Man 3. I didn't like no, that one very so much. For, so it. for this book club, yeah. uh, when you sat down to read your book, you just watched a bunch of TV. Well, I was looking at the book. I was looking at the book. It's what I started off with Crufts. I uh, listen to Iggy Pop. I want to be mad. No, I, I, I think I can I state with assurance that you did read the book. You read the first two words of the title, and then <laughs> no, 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 I, no, I read. I read a lot of the title. Actually, I read there was a dog in it, and I read about the curious case of Benjamin Button dogs. You didn't even watch that film. You watched. Well, I was watching that film at part of <laughs> at the end. Which made it ring more true. So, I just you. I'm the kind of guy with it. You know, I might add the backstory of this this book. I couldn't just sit down and read a book about dogs without thinking about Spot the Dog. So I needed some distractions. I led to alcohol and I watched some movies and TV shows. I don't know. I, I, I want to apologise for it. I'll give the book fine. another chance. That's fine. Apology accepted. I should. Do, you want to make this official? I apologise to the listeners for not maybe taking this book club as serious or the review as serious and actually reading the book thoroughly sober without watching TV and movies and also playing a little bit of guitar. Uh, so I feel that it... What did he play on the guitar? Black Dog by Led Zeppelin. I, they played Hound Dog by Elvis because I, I felt like it... Did you have to distract yourself whilst you are playing the song as I, well? I, I said it. You ain't nothing like a dead dog. 
being investigated <laughs> by Sherlock Holmes. Like that was the. So I changed it. So in a lot of ways, I was kind of getting into the. You know, I, I was experiencing the book due to the alcohol on a different um, level to just sitting down and reading it. And sometimes that is that is the beauty of a book. You can get lost. Perhaps I myself was yeah. a bookworm. I, I can also say that like a uh, Weird Al Yankovic better watch out. <laughs> Some great song parodies there. Yeah, <laughs> your song. Dead dog. Uh, a I topical, like a topical like choice it. as well. I bet you would like, 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 like it. I enjoy that song. I love it. Like, yeah, I, he, I feel like he's the target market. You'll be singing that next time. Very small target market. Dark murders. He's also a market I don't want to go for. That's why I'm not releasing the song. Dark murderers have also been like looking for a spot on parody of their favourite artist, Elvis Presley, who's very current, very current. Kids going crazy for it. Hey, have you heard my parody of Hound Dog, Dead Dog? I think it's right up your street. Yeah. Uh, how long is he on just those words? <laughs> no, <laughs> you ain't nothing but a dead dog. So you're, it's a positive thing to say, say to a dog. Right. You're saying you're not, you're, you're nothing like a dead dog. No, it's not. I'm saying you're nothing but a dead dog. No, no, I'm saying that you ain't nothing but like a hand. I change it into a simile. Reverse, oh, yeah. A reverse simile says you're, you ain't nothing. So it's like a dead dog. Like being a dead dog. Yeah. So it's a compliment. So yeah. the song begins by saying you are not like the things I will spend the next three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, it's a double negative because ain't is negative and then nothing is negative. So actually, so it's you are, saying, you are, like, you are like a dead dog. You ain't nothing like a dead dog. You it actually you are, are yeah? like you a are. dead. You're like a dead dog. <laughs> Being investigated by Sherlock Holmes. I mean, it's a very specific. I really, I, I thought often a book just is the book. Now this book has been turned into a play. They're going to turn it into a movie, and I mm. thought if I can turn it into a hit Elvis parody, I can, I can make some money. You should. Yeah. I could do a porn parody. parody, and I feel like I'm owed all that oh, money. Oh, I think a porn parody of this film would be very yeah. fast. <laughs> the what? The, the bi curious incident of the dog in the nighttime. <laughs> Bisexual bestiality. I'd much rather watch the bi-curious case of Benjamin Button. <laughs> no, but on. Yeah. Should I um, tell you my thoughts of the book? Yes, let's let's move on from this um weird My bullshit. thoughts, but then it was good. Full stop. Oh, mm. I like it, succinct and to the point. Um I think I'm gonna have to go with it. Four star review as well. I thought this was a great book. It was fun. Um, you had a lot of uh, uh, an interesting point of view, something that we don't see every day. And I love getting the headspace of Christopher Francis John Boone. He is a narrator for our times, and it's a nice twist on the building's room as well. Um, love this book. Love this book. And it's a unanimous decision, which means it gets inducted uh, into the Faking Lit Hall of Fame. Congratulations, Mark Haddon. You wrote a wonderful book. About um, dog murder. Uh, well, yeah. Again, let's try not to focus too much on the dog aspect of it. I feel there's a lot more to this book than just a dog getting killed. Like, there's a whole other... There's a really moving story about a family reconnecting each other. Wait, wait, wait. But anyone who's read the book knows about that, and they've not even considered how so much of the book is actually about the dog. <laughs> it really isn't. It really well, isn't. Well, yeah, I haven't read it as well as I have. Okay, all right, all well, right. I mean, you, you have. Despite this, we can all agree it was a great read. But 
Not every book is perfect. We can always improve any book. This is the part of the show where I ask all of you to give me your thoughts on how you improve the book in the section that we call notes. No, 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 notes. Notes, everyone. I'm going to go in reverse clockwise uh, fashion now and start with the captain. How would you have improved this book? Well, I think I found the fact that he was autistic confusing. I think it would have been our best. This is exactly what Fitz said at the very beginning. Well, Wait, I uh, think it would have been a better book if he was not autistic. <laughs> okay, okay. And it was just about a normal boy who saw a dead dog and got upset about it. <laughs> Wait, but the whole... That's... Totally diminishes the point of this book. And how would you write it? Then it'd just be like a normal. <laughs> it'd punch. be a diary of a book. Maybe it could be a diary of a young boy right. going out of a girl named Pamela. <laughs> and he's 13 and a quarter year old. Every day he measures his penis. <laughs> and his dad's been laid off. Wait. When you were 13 and a quarter old, were you measuring penises around the world from the people who are under Ah, uh, this was before I started this scheme. <laughs> oh, okay, alright. So you started after you were 18. He thinks he's an intellectual and he likes to read books. So, the diary of Adrian Moore. Yeah, that was what yeah, I was yeah, yeah. I know, I know. I, I, I got what you were alluding to. I'm a well read man. I, I, you can't slide these things past me, uh, the captain. I was making it very explicit, not attempting to slide it past you. <laughs> I think you were trying to be mysterious and coy. I was and hoping I, uh, somebody would get my reference. I don't, I did, did not appreciate the precise that nature of your game that you were playing, sir. Uh, what is the precise nature of my game? The whole I'm the captain. That's the game. That, that game. Says I don't play. So to answer your question, that uh, seemed highly hungry hippos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the game that I'm playing. Hungry, hungry hippos. I'm a world champion. <laughs> Worst game ever. But like, okay, that's that's what you would have done. You not a Euro dropped... game. <laughs> no, it isn't. It really isn't. Um, you would have dropped the whole autism angle. Yeah, that sounds terrible. I think you've completely missed the point of the book. I think you've missed the point of your mum. Ha- oh, whoa, <laughs> whoa! It's like Harris <laughs> back. Yeah, I know. Like Harris never left. <laughs> I said I read in the Jonathan Friedman article. <laughs> there's a whole aspect to your mother you've not even considered. Yeah, it was yeah. a whole. Uh, it was an interview. See, that would be good. There was. A, I don't know why good, they didn't tell you. That would be it. a good slam. There's a whole aspect ratio <laughs> to your mother you haven't considered. Wide scream. Am I right? Am I right? Because she's IMAX. Big. Yeah, yeah. IMAX. Even better, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Not an aspect, really. I don't know why I'm helping you insult my mother. Because you enjoy it deep down. <laughs> I just can't resist a good slam, you know. Like it's just good stuff. Look, I think, I think. Why? How would you think this book would be better if you dropped the autism? Aspect? I don't know. <laughs> I just, that's just what I think. I can't explain myself. You know, I've always been acting on instincts. In my investments, into yes. my various thriving businesses. Yes, and into throwing um, Kristen Stewart off that boat. I did not. She fell off that boat. Did she Did she, she disappear? <laughs> While she was playing Quidditch. Oh, yeah. yeah. She disappeared and then fell into a series of art films. Oh, Ooh. that's so... That's All based upon Persona. So wait, there was a... The, the, Why is that that Kristen Stewart has made about four films? 
Which are inspired by the Ingrid Bergman film. And also, why was this boat sailing on top of three odd films? Because <laughs> you just said that you threw her off and she fell through odd films. Various directors yeah. were on different levels of the boat. Like a Hollywood, like Hollywood cruise. Hollywood cruise. I mean, I feel we have. Is that just heard, Tom Cruise's We haven't heard yeah. many of your, these rumours, Captain. Well, it seemed like we had that one very specific one about Kristen Stewart. That's just one of the many rumours. I think you're a man of one rumour. You're a one rumour. I'm a moany rumoured man. I don't know if we have enough time. We've covered last podcast sexual assault rumours. Oh, God, yeah, no, we don't need to go back to this. Back to dead dogs. Michael, how would you have approved this book? It's... You've had a lot of time to think about this. It could have been a little bit shorter. I think if it was a little bit shorter as a book, uh, it was a little bit some fluff. It's a short book. There's some fluff, and I feel by the time, if it was shorter, I wouldn't have, I would have remembered more, because I'd be less drunk. What would you have cut, then? The dog? There's a whole part. (laughs) Okay, let's cut the dog. (laughs) No. (laughs) So it's just a curious incident in the night time. No, that's what you like. You like cutting dogs, don't you? You (laughs) would say that. Uh... I, I feel there was, there's definitely like a whole section where they go to this, this island with dinosaurs on it and I don't... That just seemed like a bit derivative. That was a completely, yeah, like, unnecessary I did read edition. another book during and watch Jurassic Park just as it got... I had the, Sometimes the dog stuff gets too much for me. So, so this was, was a film, again, that had no... Well, it has animals <laughs> the, in it, the doesn't previous, it? But the previous movies you watched at least had some sort of direct correlation with, like, they had dogs in them, they right. had Sherlock Holmes in them. It was had a lot of bones in them, had a lot of bones in them, and dogs love bones. Jurassic Park does have bones in it. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. And, uh, yes, I mean, now I think about it, I, I didn't take this book seriously enough because of my background history, Free Spot the Dog. Would you like to and, recuse uh, yourself from, like, this section then? I feel like it, it would be rude, it would be in, incorrect for me to judge any notes. I w- I'll I, accept that, I'll accept your recusal. Um, better look next time. I mean, I just the, the title would be less confusing. I mean, I would have thought you would have an opinion on how to improve the book just from the context of the conversation. Um, I mean, yeah. But then I realised we spent uh, more time talking about wallpaper uh, than the actual book. Yeah, I, but that's not an invitation <laughs> to start again. I'm just yeah, saying. Okay, I mean, I'm not gonna make jump in on it. But. Okay, we'll move on. Uh, Fitz, how would you have improved this book? Clearly, more dead dogs. It's just the one wasn't in. Yeah, it started high. It started well. Oh shit! Yeah. And mm. I thought, okay, as it goes on, they're gonna pepper it and mm. keep me interested, yeah. keep yeah. me invested. Coming back, I read the whole thing got to the end. And then there was a live dog, which kind of defeat the whole oh, point. The end. That's yeah, like the yeah. 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 It's Overall, it's dead dog. It balanced it. Yeah, yeah. Dog. yeah. That's the word I'm searching. Efficient. I'm, I'm dog quite... neutral. Which is misleading. Yeah. yeah. Dog it's misleading. If you start I... a book with a dead dog, you kind of. Are there any really the books that have the dog body count you're looking for? No, actually. Mm. No one's written one yet. No. Well, I guess right. the Plague Dogs by Richard Adams has quite a high body count of dogs. I mean, how many dogs do you say? Because it's set count. in a, a test uh, a test lab for mm. in which and these two dogs escape from, so a lot of dogs die there. Yeah. Um, can I just say, Fitz? Um, the over the course of this episode, I've seen you more from a very sort of like emotionally stunted uh, person who related the character to just a. Dog murdering psychopath who just loves. Psycho was a bit strong. Is a bit strong. Yeah, well, you strong. don't cry. <laughs> you just say you don't feel emotions and you don't cry. So. Yeah, what? Like, you've killed seven dogs, and well. you've killed dogs. You've killed dogs. When you say you don't feel emotion, you are you? Uh, and some you sort want of replicant? 
Oh. Is this what where are we going with is this? That, is he a robot? Is that a metaphor? Oh. Is it a metaphor? I think that's a metaphor. Calling somebody a robot can be a metaphor. Like if he's a metaphorical robot, it just means that he's like. We should do the test on him. You can't test. Uh, when you, you call see... a robot a robot, I do. Good. <laughs> when you see a turtle crawling through the desert and it's on its back, what what are you what are you doing about that? Just leave it alone, I guess. Fair enough. You I don't know if that means he's a robot. <laughs> you see a dog. Oh no! In the desert, mm-hmm. it's lying on its back. Yeah. What do you do? Finish it off. Ooh, okay. Oh, I that think that means he's a robot. I don't know. A robot guys, could just as easily do that as well, right? And and just guys, leave it alone. What's could that? have been sexual. So <laughs> finish yeah, it off. Gonna... Where you whack it off the dog or killing the dog? Yeah, no, that's a big both. thing. Let's leave ambiguous. What was the order? Which Let's order not. did you do them in? <laughs> no, I, I, I killed it. I mean, did it have a happy ending before its final ending? It didn't deserve one, so no. Oh, you wow. know, the French call an orgasm a little death. Oh, that makes sense. A little dog death. The yeah. French have been creeping it up for years. Haven't creeping, they? It up. creeping it up for years. Oh, speaking of creeping it up. This is a question in the new segment of the show. Um, how would you, what, how would you do? How would you creep up this book? No, 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 no. It's my new, it's, it's my oh, new segment of the show. It's called Creeping It Up. Creep It Up. It's where I ask my guests, how would you do a Radiohead jukebox musical? What? <laughs> I think this section should be cut. <laughs> I think it's a bad section. I love this section. I'm going to pass a bit of it. Radiohead jukebox musical. What would you do? How would I'd, you do I'd, I'd star Vicky Creeps from the Ooh. Phantom Fred. Yes, that's a great choice. What she? What, who would she be playing? What song would she sing? Tom York. And she'd sing... Uh, paranoid Android. Okay, <laughs> right. That's ambitious. <laughs> I, um, not sure how that works in the story. But yeah, I like that. Michael, I what would you do with your Radiohead jukebox musical? But if you, you thought of creep, you should put that song in it. Yes. Yeah. That that be the end, or the beginning, because then he he maybe that's he he he's, he's he's a character much like our character doesn't really know where he is in his life, and then he discovers a dead dog, and then he decides, hey, I'm a creep, I'm a, a, I'm a weirdo, I'm a weirdo, and all this. What the hell am I doing here with this dead dog? That's, and then I mean, he could the say he could say then they could do like a little I mean it's like then you could do hand dog yeah that's yeah, what yeah, I yeah, say yeah, they yeah, could yeah. bring in a little bit of Elvis there because <laughs> Tom York I don't know jo- Johnny Greenwood's a massive Elvis fan it's on record and uh, on all the records on the record if you listen say, to Radiohead it's just him whispering underneath ah, I like guys, Elvis Presley Elvis Presley he's the king <laughs> and this is the king of limbs yeah so that. Uh, <laughs> That was actually what the King of Limbs was actually about. That whole Radiohead album was about Elvis because like he was idea. the King of like Limbs because he had very flexible legs. I like this approach. I yeah, like this approach and uh, he had two knees. I'm going to stop you now, Michael. Yeah. You seem like you're going to. You could go on forever. <laughs> Fitz, how would you have done I your could Radiohead? Just <laughs> go on and on. Yeah. Um, what would you do with your Radiohead jukebox music? Well, I know who Radiohead is, but I don't know any of their songs. So I'll probably get like G Unit. To um mm. to like supplement them right. So I do know genius songs, and I also don't know what jukebox musical is. Oh, it's like when you just take a bunch of songs. Like, it's like a uh, like Mamma yeah. Mia and we all that sort of stuff. You, they just yeah, and we will rock. No you story. It's just it's a bit it's a bit rubbish. Yeah, it's a concert it's with a yeah. through line. A tricky yeah. concert with a through line. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you, the captain. It's Thank no. you. Then I'll make a G unit tripping concert. <laughs> so you okay. make a jukebox musical with a G unit. <laughs> Well, thank they you. Might well, have that, thank you very much. For the Johnny Greenwood also is a big T unit. <laughs> what did you say? He is, he's I whispering it. 
Hey guys, really, really like uh, G Unit. <laughs> I know I said like Elvis as well, but like, you can like both. Uh, it's not an exclusive club, but I really, really like uh, G Unit. Okay, so, and, and 50 Cent's alright as well. <laughs> okay, well, that was creeping it up the least popular, most pointless segment of our show. I might leave that in, I might cut it out, but it was good to get your answers. Um, I, th- I think I've heard everybody's notes, right? Like, um, yeah, dog yeah, murdering, yeah. drop the autism, and um, uh, cut bits out. Well, the, the title, as we said, still yeah. confusing. <laughs> I think name your book should not be the name of another book. It wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> Shared <laughs> words. And that's it, wasn't it, like it was enough word. of the same. It should have, like, mainly two different words. words. Two words. Mainly two different words. words. Um, thank you so much for joining me uh, today uh, for this uh, episode. I very much enjoyed this uh, uh, conversation. Does anybody want to plug anything? I'm looking at Fitz because I know that he wants to plug something. Uh, the Guardian. No, oh, wait, well, okay, you can plug that as well. We got a lot of no, no. Hey, have you, have you paid Wallpapers. him, Daniel? Yeah, okay, this is your chance now. Uh, guys, if you're in Camberwell between the 16th and 19th of July, please come down to the Wallpaper Fair where I will be giving you good quotes on the wallpapers. They're not dog, it's not dog blood. It's one of them. What about bones as well? It's not bones. That's, that's, that's the quote. It's, the, not it's not dog blood. It's, it's dog meat blood. as it's well. Everything ground, ground out is horrible. My guys like to say it's real wallpaper. Give good quotes and, um, I'm sad this is the last episode of Fake and Lit. But it isn't. It isn't. Well, it might be. I'm it sad. might be. It might very well be the last episode. I mean, I feel yeah. it might be your last day. I don't know if you can listen to <laughs> podcasts in prison. And I think that's probably where you're going. It's a miserable call. It's a miserable call. It's a miserable call. And you don't yeah. get any time for killing dogs. I checked. Uh, I think he says no, explicitly. I, I believe that you do. You I think definitely. You oh, wait, wait. I think he's covered his bases because he's explicitly said it's not dog blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's only a four-star book. And he's basically said that those dogs disappeared. Yeah. Possibly of their own volition. Dogs disappear all the time. They do disappear. Very easy to make them disappear. Around his area. Yeah, yeah. Don't know why I'm defending him because it's clear to me he's murdered those dogs. <laughs> yeah, no, no, not dogs. Wallpaper is good. It's clean and it's efficient, and it's the future. Efficient? efficient. In what way? Okay. Is it clean and efficient? Chin, Chin doesn't have wallpaper. He's just got paint on his walls. That seems more efficient. Mm, nah, I disagree. You don't need the wallpaper. It's just paint. no dogs die. <laughs> this was no a dog thing either. Yeah, but then paint is also toxic, and oh. wallpaper is not glue. We don't use glue. We all know why. You don't know. Oh, it is dark. It's not the wallpaper that's dark. Mystery solved. We did it, guys. We did it. We solved the mystery of the disappearing dogs. That's it. That's it. Um, Nobody else wants to plug anything? I'd like to plug my various business holdings. The Guardian newspaper. The Albany pub. uh, KFC. Uh, Jamiroquai. Wow, okay. <laughs> uh, Levi Roots. Uh, all of the Dragons and Dragons Den. And uh, Bryce Steinbarn and his son. I, uh, well, do you have from... steaks in their steaks, the I Dragons do. Dens? Yeah, I got steaks and steaks. Wow. It's all steaks. It's steaks all the way steaks down. Steaks all the way down. Steaks all the way down. That's of, the, of the boat that you throw uh, Chris and Stuart off. I didn't know she uh, fell. Allegedly, yeah. allegedly. A lot of people just kind of like, kind of, yeah, yeah. 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 Not quite admitting yeah. to the crimes. And it was very good for her career. I mean, do you, are you in need of any wallpaper? Because if you can disappear a few yeah. more of these people, he could get you some uh, wallpaper. I could, good discount. I could think about it. Malma houses are very well wallpaper. I'm going to stop this wallpaper <laughs> conversation because it's going to go on forever otherwise. Thank you very much for joining me today. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, until next time, my name is Ben Chinti. Keep supporting your local bookstores and libraries. Bye-bye. I love you. Oh,
It's hard to stand the sight of two 